going on, everybody? You're listening to episode 125 of Geeks of the Race podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Joe Morgan. Gadzooks. And Shelly Walter. Hello. Today we're talking about the PlayStation 5, the greatest video game movie so far, and the Teen Titans set photos that I feel like everyone is talking about. It's going to be a really good show. I'm really excited about all the stuff that's going on right now. But yes. first... Special shout out to our Patreons at patreon.com slash Race. Scott Phillips, Jordan Garner, thank you so much for donating, along with everyone else that donates to us. Uh, you make the whole the whole thing spin. We get to do what we do because of you. So, thank you. I didn't mean to make that into a rap, but that's what happened. We you do have a, a nice few questions. Under that. Huh? So do you need a nice beat under that? Yeah, there we go. Someone edited it up. <laughs> We have a few Twitter discussion questions. If you want to ask us questions, you can do so using the hashtag GUGCast. We love to answer anything on faith, geekdom, uh, specifically in the industry of either. I, the industry of faith, That that's sad that that's a thing that exists, but it, it is. So I won't pretend it won't. It isn't a thing. Uh, first question comes from Christ and Consoles. You're thrown into the world of the last video game you played. Where are you? Are you dead in two seconds? And how would you evangelize in that world? What'd you play, Joe? I just finished Extinction. Okay. Which came out last week. It's uh, 40-foot-tall orcs crushing humanity and one guy standing against it. All right. I'm probably dead. That's the one that's similar to Attack on Titan, but not, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep, yep. I'm probably dead. (laughs) Do you think you could evangelize to a giant? So they actually mention... I mentioned this in my review. I wrote my review up today. I can't remember if they say God or gods, mm-hmm. but when you save people, they cry out to a deity okay. or hmm. set of deities. So, so they're possibly already I, saved. We're good. It's possible that they acknowledge Jehovah in this universe. That'd be cool. Just wow. saying. Yeah. Job done. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Just don't get crushed by the Ravani. So there you go. There you go. How about you, Shelly? What you, Shelly? Um, if you don't count Fire Emblem Heroes, because I'm not sure how that would work in any way, um, I play Minecraft. So it'd be hard to evangelize if I'm playing alone. Yeah. There's only going to be villagers. That's only if I find villagers. I haven't even found <laughs> villagers in this uh, particular world I'm playing in yet, but I don't think... Like, I hope I wouldn't creating be dead in two nice, seconds. But you know what if else? If I do die, I would created? quickly respawn. But punching trees and... I don't <laughs> know. I think I'd be okay. I'd be really lonely, though, if I was on my own. Like, I created this building, but God created this world. For all block. Right. <laughs> I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say that. Nice. I, the last game that I played, I played today was Final Fantasy XV, uh, Prompto's DLC specifically, but I, so would I survive, I'm not going to go into the DLC, I'll just say the whole game, yes, because they have a United States, and I assume it's not too terribly different from our United States, they don't necessarily have a United States, they have a Bank of America, right? I assume yeah. is and the United States, cup noodle, and is there really advertising for the Bank of America in Final Fantasy Fifteen? Yeah, yeah, we went over this. Go to the gas so station. I missed. You go to the doors. Oh yeah! Wow. On the cards that are accepted, Bank of America is one of them. Yeah. So good grief. <laughs> Unless America was just a guy who started a bank, and it's totally different in their universe. But people survive yeah. that all the time. <laughs> Maybe. As far as evangelism goes, I think it'd be really hard to evangelize in a world that has its own literal creation story with like deities that still roam the earth. Yeah, that you can summon and see. Yeah. Though it's I think you could go different. the route of Paul and be like, these aren't real gods because we control them. We can summon them. Or somebody can. That's Some guy true. named Noctis can. Yeah. Yeah. Like a real god is above them and then get into it from there. That would be my tank. I 
was thinking about killing floor two because that's what I usually play. And I'm already a priest in that. So play as the the preacher guy. I guess he's no longer probably employed at a church, but was the son of a preacher, man. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the second question we got comes from Jason Wilkerson. If you could have any one alien from any fiction as a close friend, but you have to hide their identity from the rest of the world, who would you choose? Got this on lock. <laughs> Go ahead, Joe. Stitch, I dare you to define me. <laughs> I don't define Change you. my mind. <laughs> definitely think. As a yeah, change my Stitch mind. is oh, the my best answer. Yeah? You're well, Stitch, Stitch that is still... Yeah, like actual Stitch, not what Stitch was supposed to be. Because okay. if Stitch yeah, yeah. was supposed to be, was who was supposed to be, y'all would be screwed, but... Yeah. So domesticated Stitch. Stitch. as he is. Yeah, friendly Stitch. Friendly Stitch. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go with Luke Skywalker because... He's human. He's, but he's not from Earth. So he, How do I we define alien that's then? True. <laughs> he would, would be an illegal alien. Out of the country? <laughs> in any country that he came to. <laughs> hey, yeah. you didn't get your papers to go through the atmosphere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Luke Skywalker, he seems... Though he's kind of a grouchy old man now. I don't know if... Um, This was a, in a galaxy get into spoiler far territory far or not. But this was a time long... Yeah. Like, this, that's not that bad. Everyone of Star Wars anymore. is long gone by this generation. Oh, yeah, it was yep. long, long ago. Like, that's an important part. Yep. Like, Yoda's not an alien. He's he's history. <laughs> not part of alien history? I, some, I want a non-ambitious Jedi. That'll be... <laughs> Because if I get an ambitious okay, Jedi... Well, what about like a great Jedi? Technically, Jedis aren't supposed to be ambitious. Well, there you go. A Jedi would be fine then. They can come chill on Earth. Yeah. A great Jedi... I don't know. A great Jedi scare me. I don't want someone who's going to like tear down a tree or a house with their lightsaber because someone like stepped on their foot. <laughs> All right. I don't want Darth Vader coming and force choking anyone. That's yeah. not a Jedi. That's Yeah, I know. That's a Sith. A Jedi would probably be the safest bet. They would be like, I'm calm here. This is life. Yeah. And then I'd have to tell them about Jesus while they're like doing magic tricks with their religion. <laughs> yeah. Go with the same thing. You can control that so it's not really a guide. <laughs> Going from that, Joe, what are you getting out about this week? Yeah, so uh, I've been playing Extinction, like I said before. I... That game came out last Tuesday, so I've been playing that all week long and finally beat it. My review is going to be up on the website by the time, I think by the time that this airs, so go check it out over there. I don't want to spoil all my review, but I will say this. Please, save your money. Um, oh, wow. They released it at full price, $60, mm-hmm. with a $70 edition and a $15 season pass. Oh my goodness. I bought the $70 edition. Uh and it's worth less than half of what I paid for it. That's my that is my take on it. It's the the campaign is like 40 missions long, but it's it's like we give you one primary objective which cycles through every single mission. Yeah. And then use a roulette to generate the other bonus objective. So, you could play the same mission 5 times and get 5 different bonus objectives potentially. Like it's 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 frustrating. Um, Would you recommend it if it was on sale half off? For thirty bucks, I think for thirty bucks you could probably pick it up and not be too disappointed with what you got. The gameplay's fun. Like the premise is really neat. You know, you're taking out. It's it's like Attack on Titan. You've got these forty foot tall creatures running around. They're covered in armor. You got like ten different kinds of armor that they can have on each limb, on their neck, on their head, on their shoulders, that sort of stuff. And you have to you have to be able to tell what kind of armor they got, know how to take it out, uh, and and then you can like start dismembering them, like chopping off legs and arms and stuff. The legs and arms will grow back if you don't kill them in time. Okay, um, that would be annoying. You charge up a, a kill meter, and then when you get the kill meter full, you can get up on their backs, and you gotta get behind them and chop their neck, chop their head off to kill them. Wow. Uh, saving people along the way you're like opening portals to to warp people 
to another spot to save them from these big things. And you lose the missions if the whole city gets destroyed or the population gets killed. Hmm. Typically. Makes sense. It's it's really... I really like the premise. And the gameplay itself is fun. But it's got a few bugs. Like I had one hard crash that booted me all the way back to the operating system on my Xbox. Oh, dang. Um, it's It's got some glitches. Like sometimes it doesn't kick into the right gameplay modes when you hit the certain buttons. Um, and it's incredibly repetitive. I mean, you're literally performing the same three tasks on every mission. And I know that I played, I think the story has like 38 missions. And I know I replayed some of them four or five times to try to get like the three star perfect rank deal on it. So yeah, I mean, it's just, it's super repetitive and, and very, like I said, if this had been thirty bucks, I wouldn't have felt so bad about it. But it's it's a concept that they built, and then they basically just said, uh, "Okay, let's give it a story, I guess." And there we go. We'll put that out. The fact that they're Weird. doing a fifteen dollars season pass really ticks me off. You don't have you you barely have twenty dollars worth of content in the base game, and you're charging three times that for it. Mm hmm. Like it's it's unethical to me that they charged full price for this game. You're telling me I paid the same price for this actually because I got the seventy dollar edition. I paid more for this than I did for Nino Cooney two, than I did for God of War, yeah. than I did for Far Cry four or Far Cry five. I'm sorry, that's ridiculous. This game is nowhere near the caliber of those games, and they're charging that for it. But yeah, hey, you know, give it two, three months, it drops down to twenty five or thirty bucks. It's it is I, I got fun out of it. I played it like twelve or fifteen hours and I had a good time with it. It's just got issues. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Uh I also tried Radical Heights this week. Uh the company that previously made LJ helped me out here in the wings. What was the name of that other shooter that we played? Um they, Boss Key Productions is the name of the team. Yeah, they made Lawbreakers, Lawbreakers. which was yeah Jawbreakers. 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 Yeah, uh, it was like good guys versus criminals kind of thing, and it used jetpacks and low gravity and that sort of stuff. It was kind of like Overwatch meets Quake Arena. I remember seeing commercials for it and ads and stuff. I genuinely really enjoyed the game, and so did LJ. I know we played we played together a bit, and and I spent probably a few bucks on, on you know aesthetic type stuff as well. It was fun, but the the community for it died so fast, and it left Bosky in an awkward situation. Mm-hmm. Well, they spent the last five months building Radical Heights, which went into early access this week. And for those that don't know, Radical Heights is a battle royale game. Uh, but it's 80s themed, and so everybody drops into an arena. You know, 100 people drop into an arena. But it's, like I said, it's super 80s themed. It's all bright neon colors. You're wearing high tops and crazy big hair and, like, Rambo outfits. And you're riding, you know, BMX mountain bikes and doing tricks on them. And, and it's very action-oriented. Mm-hmm. So it's like a mix between Fortnite and PUBG. It's got the loot system of Fortnite with, you know, colored tiered weapons. Um, but no building. It's it's kind of paced like PUBG is. You can lay down, take cover, that sort of thing. But it's it's kind of a mix of both of them and it's way more action oriented. I'm having a really good time with it so far. It's super goofy and it is definitely early access. But they're they're straight up front about it. They're like, you know, they tell you we just went into early access. We want feedback from the community to make this the best game we can. And it is fun straight out of the gate. I've ha- I've had a good time with it in the two or three hours that I've played with it. Cool. That's good. And then finally this weekend, my brother, my roommate, and myself, we all went and watched Rampage. Yeah. Rampage. We'll be talking about that a little bit later. Uh, news-wise. Yeah. Have, but what did you think? Did you all ever play the old game? No. I think I played it once. I, I remember... My experience with Rampage was I saw it. It wasn't at an. It was sort of. The place wasn't an arcade, but it was a game place. It was a family fun center sort of thing. Okay. Um, so they had 
you know, laser tag and go-kart and stuff like that. So they had a couple arcade machines and they definitely had one for Rampage. I remember I tried it out and I was too young. I was kind of scared about it because I'm like, <laughs> you're destroying the city. This is so yeah. bad. So oh. I was a little bit traumatized, but that's just because I was like kind of a kid. So yeah, <laughs> yeah so that's my experience that's, with Rampage. <laughs> I, you know, I've, I think part of the problem with video game movies in the past has been that they try to stick too close to the video game mm-hmm. instead of making it, it its own entity. Yeah. Okay. And Rampage is based on a video game that's 20, 30 years old. They they took the movie and made that first, but they based it on loosely on the premise of the game. And I thought it was... It's not going to, you know... It's not going to set the world on fire, but I thought it was a good, fun... Popcorn action movie with yeah. big monsters fighting one another and and explosions and stuff. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Right, because the original game didn't really have a story, did it? It was mostly gameplay. Yeah, all you knew is that it was these three big monsters attacking yeah. a city. So yeah. it does make sense for them to be able to come up with this original idea based off of that. You know, oh, we have this and now we can create our own story with it that works cinematically, not like just in a video game. So right. It, yeah, it I makes mean, sense they even they they even come up with a reason for like why these three crazy random creatures are drawn to the city. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. I, I enjoyed it, and The Rock is arguably one of the greatest actors of his time. So yeah, he's great. At least I action, love that guy. Action actors. Yeah. So I enjoyed it. It was good. Hmm. Um, beyond that, I. Uh, I also rented a couple movies. I rented uh, the new Kingsman movie and watched it. And then I haven't uh, seen the second one yet. I got to be honest; it's it's full of some pretty filthy stuff. Oh yeah, but it's hilarious and over the top in just the right way. Yeah, like it's it's super stupid, and you know they get enough of that of that spy vibe in there to cover the stuff you want from a spy movie while mm-hmm. still keeping it goofy and action packed. That's so. good. Uh, and then I also watched that Matt Damon movie. I think it's called Downsizing or something. That I can't remember exactly. Oh, I forgot that was coming out. Oh, I know what you're talking about. The one is it Owen Wilson in it too? No, Owen Wilson's not in this one. He's in one called Father Figures that came out recently. I'm so confused. He's in uh, Night at the Museum where he's little. Yeah. 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 Okay, I'm <laughs> um, getting so mixed up. Yeah. The basic premise is that Matt Damon and his wife, they're they are really struggling to make ends meet on money. This company comes up with a way to downsize. And because because you're literally using fewer human, re, you know, world resources, it's kind of like worlds at the end of its time. It can't sustain all of the life that's on it. So if you downsize, you're using less of the world's resources. So they have like, you know, $150,000 in their savings. Well, that translates, if you get downsized, to like $12 million of downsized currency. Wow. So you can buy like a super nice house. You can live out the rest of your days on that money. Right. So they agree to do it, but his wife backs out after he's already gone through the procedure, and it's irreversible. Oh. And it's kind of the story of him learning to live in this weird... Uh, alternate world uh, and and find love again and and experience life outside of the confines of, of normal life. Huh. Be warned if you watch it, it's got some nudity in it. Okay. Um, Was it rated R? And, and I don't remember. I would think that it would be either light R or hard PG-13 okay. based on the content. Um, it's got to be R. It says the F, F word several times in it, so it's got to be an R movie. Okay. I think that you're only allowed to say the F word one time in a PG-13. Yeah, so, something like that. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a, it's got to be R. Um, but it's interesting because the lady that he falls in love with is a Vietnamese lady that, uh, she's a Christian. Like at one point, he he takes the Lord's name in vain, and she jumps all over him. He's like, what? <laughs> I didn't know. He's like, you know, you can't say that. Like, you can't do that. And then they go help some people, and and she's like, okay, now you're coming with me to church. We got to praise Jesus. And he's like, what? <laughs> so, 
It's That's awesome. She uses a lot of language too, but she's also not a native English speaker in the movie. Mm-hmm. So it's like she doesn't really know, you know, that that's a foul thing to say. And he kind of tells her like that's you you really shouldn't be using that that way. So huh. Yeah, I I thought it was an okay movie. It wasn't one of my favorites, but it was it, it had its moments. It sounds fun. Yeah. It It's not one I would watch again, but I thought it was a a decent watch the one time I saw it. I'd forgotten that it was coming cool. out. I wanted to see it. I saw a few times like the commercials for it and I was like that looks good. Yeah, it was an interesting premise for a film. Yeah. Um, moving on to gaming news from my geek outs. Uh, we found out Shinmu 1 and 2 were announced for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Is that the killer whale? Shamu? <laughs> SeaWorld would be very unhappy about this. <laughs> they're not, they're not up resin him. <laughs> no, they're, they're, uh, they're bringing it over. They're not remastering it, but they are allowing, I believe LJ said they're allowing resolution up res to to fit current standards and and I think maybe even change the yeah you know, like I said the resolution to fit widescreen TVs cuz that wasn't a thing when when it was released on Dreamcast. Hmm. I don't think that's going to make a very good transition. I'll be honest with you. That was the game franchise that kind of introduced quick time events to the world. Okay. Hmm. And I I don't really know what to expect from it. I didn't get into the like I didn't have a Dreamcast so I never played the originals. So part of me's curious from a historic gamer perspective. I kind of want to check this out, but at the same time, it'd probably be a better idea just for me to watch a Twitch stream or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then so there's there's a Monster Hunter like game. If you're on PC and you want to play Monster Hunter, I know it's not currently out there yet, Monster Hunter World, but there's a game coming out called Dauntless that's going to be in open beta starting next month. So that'd be in May. So if you want to get your Monster Hunter fix and you don't have a PS4 or Xbox One, there's still a way to do it if you won't be playing Monster Hunter, but be very similar. I've watched some gaming footage of it, and it it seems real similar in concept. Okay. So keep your eyes on that. And then finally, the big ticket item for gaming this week. Um, apparently, PlayStation 5 is, is legitimately in early talks. Yeah. Well... We, we just, initially heard that PS5 was kind of, you know, being talked about, and LJ and I kind of threw that to the side. We said, no, those are rumors. And Cody came back and said, no, no, there's substantial... Yeah. Like, there's a report that Mark Cerny's going around talking to devs about it now. It seems so unnecessary. But it's also a few years out. I think yeah. the speed of... of consoles is slowing down and that's okay mm-hmm. you know we th- the biggest thing right now in gaming from a console perspective is 4k yeah. and the ps4 pro xbox one x do 4k they aren't super powerful at it you know i've i've heard that god of war 5 coming out or god of war coming out this week on the ps4 pro in resolution mode for 4k mm-hmm. drops below 30 frames a second so the machine's still not really strong enough to push out what we need okay. if you're on that 4k so i guess i could see a little bit of room for some more power but i don't know but that's really it you got to think of like affordability because if you're going to go expensive then you're going to get a pc yeah i i don't know i think the only the only reason you would get a new console, they would work on a new console, is for the sake of polygons, uh, getting more polygons. But Knack has kind of shown us that you really don't need that much more on screen. Like, yeah, I don't think that I haven't seen anything but Knack really fully utilize how many polygons you can put on a screen. Not that, that was I think a game, maybe but... you don't realize how many polygons are really getting pumped out there in some of those games. What you're though. seeing, like mm. in explosions and stuff, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, particle effects and that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I uh, so I don't know. I mean, I'm not ready for the PS5 yet. Yeah, I. It says it's gonna be three years, but I thought it was funny that one of the articles said they were like, "It's a ways away. It's three years." I'm like, "That's not long at all. That's that's actually really soon." Yeah. Well, so it's it's interesting. When I was a kid, you know, console generations were only two, three, four years apart. Mm-hmm. 
And then when I got in college, you know, the, the PS2, I, my PS2 lasted me forever. Yeah. But the PS3 and Xbox 360, that console generation was a decade long. Yeah. Yeah. And really didn't need to be any shorter. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, games didn't really progress to push those limits much further than that. I will appreciate it. I don't know why. It's something so specific and weird. But uh, Assassin's Creed 3, I was playing it on the Wii U. I was all excited about my Wii U when I got it. And I went up to a door, and the door knocker for the door was painted on. And I was so, like, unneedly. Like, it didn't matter. It didn't impact the gameplay at all. But it took me so (laughs) out of the experience to see this pixelated door knocker painted onto the wall. And it completely took me out of the game. So, I guess... As far as polygons go, making the place seem more real will be nice. Yeah. Like, just details. Making it look good. Yeah. Yeah. No console yeah, until could we also can see be that the fact weird... That... What, that ray tracing that we, we talked about last couple weeks ago. Oh, goodness. <laughs> yeah. Well, wow. I guess we're not getting a console for a good hot while. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if that's the case. <laughs> yeah. Uh, moving in from gaming news... We got a pretty short pull list this week, but it's cool. all heavy hitters. Yeah. There are some smaller ones, but I didn't include them in the list. Uh, first and foremost, God of War comes out on PS4 this week. It is blowing up the industry right now. I mean, you're talking... I want to see it. I want to play it. I, I want to see it, play it. High nines and tens on every site that I've looked at. Really? That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, The other PS4 game that comes out this week is Yakuza 6. Which the Yakuza series has been picking up some steam, which is funny because I think six is actually the last game in the series, if I'm understanding right. I don't understand why you would release that the same week as God of War. Why would you do that? Who knows? Huh? I mean, that's a that's a PlayStation only game franchise. Why would you do that the same week as the biggest game in the uh, whatever? Yeah. <laughs> maybe they just don't um, care. Nothing. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe they figure those audiences are dis- disparate enough that they don't cross between. That seems not going to cannibalize too much sales. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and then Switch owners can finally get their hands on the Nintendo Labo this week. Parents That's pretty cool. can get Labo for their children. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I know. So- okay, so I'm a software developer. I know uh-huh. several guys that own Switches. They said, yeah, I've got kids and I want them to be able to experience this, but I want to be able to experience it too. Okay. Like, they're interested in checking it out for themselves. I'm not them. Out of curiosity for how it works. Yeah. And that's really it for video gaming this week. Shelly, what are you into? Uh, Not much. I Every week, I'm like, I've been playing Minecraft. I've been watching Oran High School Host Club, and that's kind of still what I'm doing, playing Fire Emblem That is Bates. life now. That's my life. Oh, I what? My Steam today updated uh that that game that you guys always talk about, the Doki Doki Literature Doki Club. Doki Doki Literature Club. Literature Club. It just got an update last night or today. An update. Ooh. I didn't know there yeah. was an What what update. what's the update? I don't know. I've not played the original game. I didn't want to look. Well now I gotta Oh think. man. I might have I to can replay only that think game. about what it could be. <laughs> I want to be geeking out about something else next week, unless it's like bugs. I'm gonna be so mad if it's like minor bug fixes. I'll just make it sound like that's all it is. Though, without giving He's too much away, small minor bug fixes is hilariously ironic. Yeah. Yeah, I would never bit. be concerned about that sort of thing with that. Not uh, <laughs> not giving anything else away. I'll, no, no spoilers. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, that's a good game. You should have played fancy... it by now. Whoever is like worried about yeah. spoilers. I got a fancy pants uh, shader for Minecraft, though, so it makes it really pretty. Walking okay. What kind of? And the lights all pretty and shining, and then the grass will wave, and the water looks. Really clear and pretty. Oh, it just cool! Just looks so nice. Oh, like a realism patch or something? Uh, no, it doesn't look real at all. It just makes it look aesthetically 
better. Cool. What they can cool. do with shaders okay. in Minecraft is really weird. They can make things look so nice for a blocky game. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the one I got, if anyone's wondering, is Chocopic, I believe. Chocopic. Chocopic something. Chocopic 13. Something like that. Um, Very nice. And the only other thing different. I've been wanting to watch more Fate Zero and I haven't yet. Um, but I've been wanting to. Uh, is that Grand Conquest is a new mode on Fire Emblem Heroes and I've been playing that. It's interesting. Um, anyone who plays Fire Emblem Heroes knows they had something called uh, Rival Domains. I think they still technically have it. Where basically it's a really, it's a little bit closer to Classic Fire Emblem because it's a bigger map. You get twice as many units and it's like an actual, you have to strategize with multiple units. Um, and take over forts and things like that. So they took that, which was already a game mode, and they threw it into a bigger game mode where it's actually kind of a mix with like Total War and Classic Fire Emblem. So that's it's really interesting. It's a big like everyone's put on a team. You don't get to choose what team you're on, but there's three different teams, and every couple of hours or so, uh, the I mean I don't know how to explain it. Because I realize I, I'm trying to explain it and it would take forever, so I'm not going to try. But <laughs> okay, fair enough. it's actually really fun. It's just hard to keep up with it. Um, yeah. So that's what I've been doing for that. Um, so I'm just going to go to movie news because there's nothing interesting about my life. <laughs> um Well, it's it's like finals week right now, isn't it? Or is that coming oh, up? Oh, no. And when's finals? are in like Midterm. two weeks. Okay. I mean, we're stressing out about that stuff. Or two weeks. I'm on a quarter system. It might be different for semester system schools. I so literally get the information, I think, from an elementary school teacher because they're doing testing. I think that's where my mind's at. And the answer is no. That's not. You're not elementary Not school. right. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Anyway, uh, so movie news is, uh, I think it's good news. They're going to have another Star Trek movie. Yeah. So the same crew they've been doing for the last couple of new ones are going to have another one. Well, they're talking about Quentin Tarantino doing it, and we don't know if that's actually happening now. Yeah, we don't really know. There's not... There's pretty much no details on what the movie's actually going to be like. Um, We just know they're just going to make another one. And Yelchin's not going to be in it because... Yeah. I don't know what they're going to do about his character. Hmm. Because he was very good at that part. Mm-hmm. But he is no longer with us. I've actually really wanted to see the last movie he was in. It's called Thoroughbreds, I believe. Okay. I've been wanting to watch it, but I don't know where to watch it because it was, I only think in like select theaters and I heard nothing about it, if it was good or bad. So either way, um, yeah. Next bit of news. I don't, I'm not transitioning well today. That's fine. Um, <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> I don't know. It was kind of spreading everywhere. Um, so if you have a geeky friend, you might have seen this already. But Dwayne The Rock Johnson basically tweeted saying, yeah, like Rampage is doing so well. It's do basically the best video game movie ratings wise so far. But then he sort of trashed on Doom. Um, and if you don't know, he was in the <laughs> Doom movie. And yeah. Doom on Twitter basically literally said, Dwayne. Yeah. Like, dude. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. Don't um, you realize how much cooler we are now? Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's been just a very funny thing p- passing around. But the important thing about that is that, yeah, Rampage is actually not necessarily doing amazing as a movie in general, but as far as video game movies go, it's doing pretty well. Was it 50% on Rotten Tomatoes or something like that? I think it's over 50%. Over 50%? Yeah. Yeah, like I said, it was a fun watch. Uh, it's not. I'm not a good movie critic, but it's not going to set the world on fire. But it right. was fun. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's better than most video game movies at this I point. Think the geek and all of us. What What is your guys' favorite movie, video game movie? Mine is Kingslave, and I I thought maybe you guys would all both agree, but maybe you don't. I just feel I feel like I haven't seen enough. Because I've seen no, Kingslave, I like Kingslave, but only in context with Final Fantasy. 
Yeah, if you've not seen Final, I mean, if you're not going to play Final Fantasy 15, Kingsglaive is useless. Yeah, exactly. I really enjoyed it before I watched it before the game came out. Exactly, you knew what you were going into with it, though. That's true. You knew it was supplementary material for something you were going to enjoy. But I enjoyed it before. I don't know. I feel like it could stand alone, and I'd be happy with it. I would not have watched it if it was a standalone thing. I watched yeah. it knowing you that I was enjoyed about it to... if it was a standalone thing. And I it... wouldn't have even watched it if it was a standalone thing. What if you <laughs> would have accidentally walked into a room and started watching it? <laughs> watching it? I don't know. Y'all you are like, this is this questions. is crazy because the, the last Final Fantasy movie I watched I did not enjoy, and it was yeah. standalone. I I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm putting in how great the game was and mixing that in. I, I thought it was I'm just really trying good. to think of other video game movies that I've watched. Shelly's favorite is Super Mario Bros. Nope, I 90s. actually haven't seen that one. You don't need to. I want to see the Tomb Raider movie, but they've already removed it from our local theater. That's crazy. No. Yeah, I haven't yep. seen Tomb Raider, haven't seen... Unless you count... No, that doesn't... I wouldn't count it, though. Like, Pokemon movies? I wouldn't count that, because oh. it's all the anime... Not yeah, those are more games. anime movies. Yeah, than they are. Slash, okay. same with Digimon. Like that came before the games. So my favorite really... video game movie is yeah. Kings Life. But I like it being supplementary. I know Joe disagrees. Yeah, I've had this conversation with Tomb Raider, right? <laughs> yeah, we don't need to get back into it. Yeah. Well, hashtag GGCast. Use that hashtag. Tell us what your favorite video game movie is. Because yeah. we're probably missing something. <laughs> right, how could you? If you say this? Doom, we'll just we'll only judge you a little bit. <laughs> Don't worry. Um. <laughs> anyway, last bit of news is uh more well kind of more information on the Disney Fox deal. We know that there was a deal. It hasn't mm-hmm. been finalized yet. Uh, basically, there's talks that it's going to be you know worst case scenario finalized by summer of 2019. So not this summer, but the summer after. So we basically, right. within the year, it's probably going to be finalized, which still just brings up all these questions like about, you know, X-Men in the Marvel Universe and Fantastic Four and things like that. So, yeah. I really want to see uh, Elizabeth Olsen. She plays Scarlet Witch in yeah. The Avengers. She wants oh, to. Oh yeah, she was an Olsen sister. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Yeah, I never like put her in. I never think of being the same. Uh, she is. She wants to do a House of M movie, which is it's based around her. I can't remember why she does it, but she creates an alternate reality where the mutants. She's a mutant in the comics. Uh, run the world. They completely control the world, and the the Avengers are like a resistance and so the avengers fight the mutants and disney could take that and make it just a a marvel avengers versus x-men movie but it would be an easy way to introduce new x-men into the series they wouldn't need to do they wouldn't need to take past fox properties they could make their own characters or get new they could have a quick silver actually alive yeah (laughs) they could do and she probably would if it's alternate reality you know, she can do whatever she wants. So I bet that that would be an easy way for him to return as well. Uh, but it would be so cool to see an Avengers versus X-Men movie. And that's such a smooth way to do it. Wasn't there another X-Men versus Avengers storyline? I would involved bet Phoenix? that there's probably literally an X-Men versus Avengers somewhere. Because I'm almost sure there was uh, X-Men versus Avengers that had to do with uh, Phoenix. Or something like that. Were there no X-Men in the original Avengers? I know there's not in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but what about in the comic world? I don't know in the originals. I know that Wolverine has been an X-Men. Or has been a been an Avenger. He's definitely an X-Men. I say, I would bet money that Wolverine's an X-Man. <laughs> Wolverine has been an Avenger. He's in the cartoons. Well, there we go. LJ said there's a whole comic series on it called yeah. Avengers vs. X-Men. So, I'm okay. right. Kind Wolverine versus Hulk. I love that. I, I someday I'll see that on the big screen and I will cry. I've wanted that forever. There's also a, a comic book where the Punisher kills every Marvel character ever. 
Why? That sounds terrible. And then realizes how terrible of a person he is and kills himself um, completely. Boy, that's an uplifting storyline, isn't it? <laughs> Why does he... Effectively Why, killing though? the entire comic book industry. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> He's got, he goes on this rampage of like, he believes that... I haven't actually read the comic, but he he believes that superheroes are the reason that there are villains because there weren't villains until there were superheroes. So he, I see after killing all the villains kills all the superheroes, there won't be more villains. And then he's like, I just killed thousands of people. I shouldn't be alive. And he goes again, but he kills like Thanos and stuff. I think too. What? Yeah. It's a weird comic. Okay. Wow. It's a what if they have a bunch of like, what if things. Yeah. Okay. They have a what if of Hulk um, getting the Venom symbiote and it cures him. It's really anticlimactic. What the? It cures him of his uh, of radiation. Of being Hulk. Yeah. That's so weird. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Yeah. There's so yeah, many cool storylines. That's story all lines the movie play. news I have, but that, <laughs> those theories, that'd be cool if they started bringing that to the big screen yeah a few more years we'll see oh i i'm trying to think of things that there's one about bit this of week. news we also missed that i just what? remembered oh there's hey. a new incredibles 2 trailer that was really big oh yeah and if you didn't see it go see it watch it right okay. now it's actually some of the other trailers have some story you can sort of piece together sort of what's happening this one has a little bit more Actual story plot. and actual plot uh, right, well, and is it incredible it's incredible Shelly said I have to watch it right now so keep gaming keep praying and God bless I'll see you guys later uh, I'll go watch that now <laughs> do do make sure to watch it though if you're yeah. a fan of the Incredibles and if you're not a fan of the Incredibles you can leave that's <laughs> all I'm saying that's all I'm saying that's how Shelly feels <laughs> that's how I feel uh I, I got to play D and D. We haven't played D and D for about a month, uh, so that was wow. that was really fun. Uh, we're we're sad. Uh, not to get into my personal life too terribly much, but uh, my D and D group will be ending in September. Oh no! Yeah, so we're gonna try to figure out if we can like video it because we do that right now with one of the people that play with us. Yeah, we do too. But it's all of my stuff. And so if I'm not there, they don't have like the DM doesn't can't the DM needs to figure out a way to record the map without all of the weird tech that I have to do it. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. I'm I'm so sad about it, but also really, really excited. And we can get a ton of D&D and we're going to start getting a ton of D&D in because of it. Um, we're thinking about doing a few more of those overnighters that we did a while back where we played like 18 hours of. Dungeons Dragons. Oh man, I kind of want to try that, but also that kind of terrifies me. It's so fun. We literally like, like went to bed I, at two o'clock in the morning. Got a bit like 8 I already play for pretty long periods of time, mm-hmm. like from two o'clock until seven to eight if it's a longer session. Okay, but <laughs> I feel like any longer than that, I would crash. But I kind of want to try it. I don't know. Yeah, we don't get a lot done. <laughs> We're really slow about moving pacing. So, like, we we played from 7 o'clock last night till 10.30. So, it was like three and a half hours. But yeah. we got across a canyon. Zero combat. <laughs> it took us three and a half hours to do that. Uh, we almost got like into combat. Were you literally though. walking across there yourself? No, but it felt like it. <laughs> I mean... That's kind of one of my griefs, though, because we're all meme trash, and we go on tangents all the time. We actually started. Meme trash? We started to do. We started a timer, and you know, at least, I don't know about other types of phones. On an iPhone, you can start a timer, and then you could lap, you know, if you're doing, like, running track or something. But we just, what we do is, anytime someone makes a pop culture reference, we hit the lap, and we try to see how long it could take us to like what our record can be so usually we're you know our minimum is like three seconds but our maximum can be 
10 minutes or so if we're actually focused. Oh, uh. That's why our our sessions take so long. We don't actually do a lot. We just yeah go off on all the tangents. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm usually the one. I get called uh, trigger happy. And what what's the other word where you just impulsive? Um, oh. But I also like part of the reason I do that is because we'll be arguing about stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I literally we were arguing about something at the foot of the canyon and I looked at my dungeon master and was like, I start walking. And he was like, what? And I was like, <laughs> I start moving towards where we need to go. <laughs> good. Yeah. And then everyone just had to kind of follow or That's good. bad things would have happened to either me or them. <laughs> like some characters got to just do it, initiate things, because that's another thing, too, I've experienced in D&D is no one wants to make the first move or the first step. And you're like, OK, we yeah. keep being this dumb thing. Let's just do it. Like, please. It's got me in trouble a few so. times. It's got me into like I, I fell into a Medusa's lair because I just went up to a statue without really thinking. Oh, uh, but it does always progress the story. I'm always like, we need to move on. Yeah. Uh, I annoy yep. my team a lot with that, but you gotta you gotta keep going. I want to know more. I love the adventure. I mm-hmm. I also mentioned I think last week that I was gonna go to, to Black Panther that night. I yeah. was able to do that. It was like twelve thirty when we got out, which was really late for me. <laughs> yeah. But Black Panther is really good. We did have to kind of take a break. I feel bad because somebody told me to watch an anime. They need to tweet at me. I think it was Jason Wilkerson. I can't remember who it was. Need to tweet the anime to me again because I forgot the name of it. Uh, but I felt bad because I didn't watch whatever that was, and I instead watched a an anime. That anime that I was talking about that every time I watched a movie, they were like, you might also be interested in this. It's called Violet Evergarden. Hmm. And it is... I've seen it on Netflix. It's so good. It is sad. It's going gonna, it's gonna to make you emotional. It's like That's the whole point of it is to your lion april but episodically your lion april you uh the basis the premise of the story is that there is this she's human i think but she is kind of like she's like a child soldier or was a child soldier at one time she's been raised for war she doesn't understand any emotion whatsoever her master uh is like in this they're in this war scene he looks like he's dying she uh has no arms and none of that's what that's all in the first episode um and so he says go live and be free that's what i want for you it's an order so she has to figure out like what emotions are and it's really really cool to see this crazy character development that she gets um, mm-hmm. she becomes an auto male, not an auto male. What do they call it? Cyborg. I can't remember what they call it. No, it's a, it's a mailing system. Auto uh, memories yes. doll. Just help me out. Auto memories doll. And what they do oh. is they write letters for people who don't know how to write. Cause it's like Victorian era. I think. Okay. Oh yeah. Even though she's got these metal compute, like robotic arms, which is cool. Uh, very anime in that aspect. But she she writes letters for people. And the reason that she does that is because she hears someone say, I loved this person. And she was like, I want to figure out what I love you means. Because her master had said, I love you before um, everything happened. Ooh. And she's like, I want to know wow. what that means. I got to figure it out. And she like becomes, she gets a job and does that. It's, it's really, really cool. Um, it probably doesn't sound super cool. Uh, trying to explain it, but it's definitely one of those sit down and like if you've got a significant other, watch it with your significant other. Um, don't let them see you cry. I uh, <laughs> definitely got weepy. There's some episodes that are they're so so good. Um, I got two other episodes of it. We watched almost the entire season. I'm trying to like bring it back in, bring it back in. We got to finish. We watched Spider Man Homecoming. Uh, which is still super good. I really enjoy Homecoming. And right now we're in the middle of Doctor Strange. We paused it to record the podcast. And then we're going to finish it out. Doctor Strange! And then after that, it's Thor Ragnarok. And we have seen every Marvel movie made in the last, like, 
Like we've watched all of them in the last month. And you figured it was how many hours? A thirty-four and a half, I believe. Oh I my! You said yes. I thought you said last week it was over a hundred hours of movies. I thought it was. Did I say that on the podcast? Yeah, I think so. I think I said it off screen. Um, I did look it okay, up because I wanted to make did. sure that I was because I I told a lot of people it was over a hundred hours. Found out that's not the case. It's not true. It's thirty-four hours of movies. That's which makes more sense. Like a third. Of what you were yeah. saying. Like, I was like, is it really 100 hours? That, that seems like a lot. And then I was like, well, maybe I should read that. Maybe and... if you consider the shows as well. Well, that probably wouldn't even be 100. I don't know how long it takes to get through those seasons. I bet it would be over 100. Because you think of like a season is at least 24 episodes, usually. And then they're all an hour long. Oh, then there you go. <laughs> there's like five seasons of that's, Agents that's of Shield. Yeah. There's more than that. I don't know how many seasons there are for sure. But that's probably what I had read originally. It said hundreds of hours. Uh, it's still been crazy. It's been awesome. I'm really excited. I don't know if I want to watch Ragnarok that bad because I rewatched it not too long ago. But it's literally the last movie. So it's got to happen. Getting into the TV world. Uh. A couple things I want to I want to breeze through first, and then we'll talk about Teen Titans. Uh, Lost in Space has got a season two, and it's already in development, which is incredibly fast. Season one just aired, I think, like last week, maybe two weeks ago. Uh, so to have it greenlit already and then making another one is kind of crazy. It's almost a risk for them. It almost feels like they probably greenlit it before they even aired the, the first season. Mm-hmm. But it's doing really well. If you've enjoyed it, you can know. Rest easy that there there will be more. Because I worry with Netflix stuff. A lot of those shows, they try and they get a season in. And then they always expect, they always put on a cliffhanger. Not all of them get another season. Marco Polo did that. And I was really bummed. They got two seasons. But the second season was a huge cliffhanger. And like, that's not, we're not doing it anymore. And then, Jason Bourne fans, there's a TV series in the works and whoa yeah there's been a lot of rumors of whether or not that was going to happen it is for sure happening now it's going to be on usa i haven't have you guys My seen question, Jason Bourne? I, I love the Bourne movies i've not seen the newest one okay with jeremy renner huh yeah i was gonna say who would be acting for that because they always have some big actor matt damon was the original jason Bourne. Yeah, matt damon yeah. and jeremy renner so would they have them would it be I guess I wonder if it's something that's going right off of the movies or if it's going to be like a prequel. They can have a different actor. Yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll see. I think it's supposed to be a spinoff. It's a the same world. Okay. But I don't know. I don't know what the what the plot will be yet. Yeah. We'll just have to see. Uh, and then the final story. I know me and Shelly have thoughts. I don't think Joe cares one way or the other. Uh, but everyone is talking about the Teen Titans uh, set photos that have come out. I can agree that those look nothing like the original characters. Okay. Yeah, so Joe knows what's up. Uh, Garbage water, that's what that is. <laughs> uh, Shelly, what is, what's been your first response to these set photos? I definitely don't care as much as everyone else does. Okay. Everyone's really upset about it. I'm really upset when about it. When this stuff has happened for so many shows, for so many movies all the time, and you don't have to watch the show. I love Teen Titans. But I want to watch it. I want to watch the show, and I want it to be good. But I think it's dumb that people are judging the entire show off of these, like, three That's true. pictures. And That's true. I want to talk a little bit I'm about... Like, you know, everyone's having... You know, issues how they look. We have no idea what the context is of the scene. We have no idea yeah. how their personalities. You don't know what their acting is going to be like because of these pictures. You know, right. maybe they don't look the part, but maybe they act perfectly. So I don't know. I, I'm kind of just like, let's just see until we get some sort of commercial or something where we can actually see something more. That's true. Because this is, I don't care that much. Yeah, I want. I feel like I should, and I just I don't. So. <laughs> I want to dig a little bit more into the conversation with uh, Anna Diop, who plays Starfire, 
but before that, one thing that she did mention is in agreement with you. She was really bummed that the set photos are the first things that we've seen of these characters. She says that the set photos are out of out of context and that the show will do the characters justice and that she wants to do Starfire justice. But she provided she provided nothing to the contrary to though. Right. Well, I, I don't know if she's allowed to, you know. Probably not allowed to, no. Yeah. Then I say that's trash. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, no freebies I, here. I we'll have no to. We'll have to see. Push over. I I did want to like kind of. We got to tread softly. But there was a uh, a big controversy. Is <laughs> Anna Diop? Like I said, she's playing Starfire. A lot of people are um, being very hateful towards her. And there have been a lot of comments that have been not necessarily on the character she's playing, but the fact that she's black and they're like a black person shouldn't play Starfire, um, which I totally I'm not upset that the actress is black. Well, I mean, that would be stupid. Um, I'm upset that the character's skin color is not orange. And I'm just as upset about that as I am of Beast Boy not being green, which is what the characters look like in the comic book. And that's just we wanted to. I saw a thing on Facebook that showed it showed the the original cartoon characters, right, and then the set photos that it showed, and then like uh, cosplay photos of cosplayers. I was like, why can't they even get close to yeah. what the cosplayers are doing? Because the cosplayers are nailing it, right? I I don't know. I think that maybe there's been talk of maybe they'll like CGI it. They could color correct stuff, uh, and that'll happen. Uh, I don't even care. Like if it's a dark orange, then that's fine. She should just have some kind of orange tint to her skin because that's like who the character is. I'd be really mad if they made Cyborg not, you know, not black. Um, because it's like I don't know. It's part of his character. Call me, call me racist. I don't think I'm racist for like wanting the characters to look like they do in the comics. I don't understand how that would be racist at all. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it has anything to do with race. I think it has to do with you're just wanting you're just wanting to stick to the original character. Yeah, yeah it's just hard to find people who have a uh, natural green <laughs> skin color of green or orange. <laughs> or <Yeah>. orange, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Just find I'm someone not who saying... had a really bad spray tan. Then that'll be orange. Yeah, it'd be perfect. <laughs> I, I'm not saying I want like an alien. Uh. We need to hire an alien. To play Starfire, who has orange skin and glowing green eyes, and then we'll be good. No, you just we need to CGI it. Yeah, I I just I guess I maybe I shouldn't trust the show, but I'm kind of putting some more trust in the show, saying you know this these are just set photos, but you know they say they got it under control. I'm gonna trust them for now that yeah. they actually do, because I feel like it would be dumb for them to completely abandon all the characters giving like they know how much people like teen titans so they they must yeah. have reasoning for things so I it don't could really... literally be that they are in some kind of undercover like human form thing that someone created so that because beast boy is going to get reactions walking out in the streets uh it could totally be something where they were like we can't have people freaking out that you're green um, so they put something. Say, on didn't him. they do something in the in the original cartoon series for when he went into public? No. I was thinking that there was some sort of nope. cloaking technology or something. In the original. I hope he has a moped. Yeah, give him a moped. That'd be cool. <laughs> he loved his moped um, in the show. I I really appreciate Anna Diop's uh, just like what she's had to say about the whole thing. Um, she brought in the, you know, the stuff about the hate speech. She handled that really well. Um, she's kind of giving me a little bit of hope that this is not what we should expect from the show. Uh, she says it's not what we should expect from the show, so that's that's good. Um, and if you're you're hating on her because she's black, like you're a terrible person, and I will yeah. completely voice that. Um, yeah, you should not. I be I concur the- with you, Cody. I stand by you. Yeah. Just because, like, they're a different race. There's nothing to do with anything. Um, I want the characters to look like the characters. I don't care what the actors or actor looks like for the part. Just make the characters look accurate. All right. 
Uh, that's where we're on the show. <laughs> uh, Joe, where can they find you at? You found me on Twitter at Joe Knows Games. And you can find Shelly. You can find me on Twitter at TheShellShock24. And you can find me at Cody Armor on Twitter. Those keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Peace. Goodbye. I didn't talk more about Prompto.